Welcome to me again. Week 30, back on the horse. A week where I sleep for 14 hours. I study interior design, and I realize that it's going to take a lot longer to get back to normal than I thought. And you'll hear all about it on this week's episode of Me Again, a self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey everybody, it's me again, and I don't think I'm going to do the four pillars of awesomeness this week, or at least today, uh, because, well, number one, it's Monday. We don't usually start off an episode on Monday, but I've had a buck wild three days, and I've kind of just went off the grid because I got severely, freakingly overwhelmed by everything. And yeah, let, let's just get into what had happened. So last week on me again, there was not a Saturday episode, and I, I think I said it on the show. That was because Saturday and Sunday became one. Because Saturday started off all right, woke up, kind of hung around the kids, and I, I felt like I was getting overwhelmed. So I said, I'm going to go to the office and work because all the work that I was supposed to do last Friday got moved to Saturday. And so I went to the office, I started working, I got Five Boys edited, and then I realized, like, oh, wait a minute. Well, not a realization. I knew that uh, tomorrow, which would be Sunday, was me and Emily's anniversary. So at which point I messaged her saying, because I knew I had to work Sunday, is there any way your parents could watch the kids tonight so that me and you could get in time? And I didn't say it mostly because I was like, you know what tomorrow is, right? And so I finally asked her, like, you know what tomorrow is? Because no one was able to take the kids. She goes, yeah, yeah, it's Easter and it's our anniversary and all that. And I'm like, why we... Why was there never a plan? And I know I'm just as guilty, but I've got very overwhelmed of like, oh no, we're about to do nothing for our anniversary. It's going to be us with the kids all day. And it got very overwhelming. And I had a little mini depressive bout during which I looked up at my computer and realized the majority of what I had to do that day was all creative. It was not editing, which editing, as I've said before, easy to do. I, if I'm depressed, I can just hop in and get stuff edited and I'll be good. And once I realized, oh no, I've got to do actual creation, I gave up, went home, and was very depressed in bed all day playing Animal Crossing, and I couldn't focus. I, I stayed in bed all day playing Animal Crossing. I couldn't get up. It was like I was sick almost. Like, And that's what I eventually told CJ, because CJ's like, what's wrong? And it's hard to sit a child down and be like, hey, I've got a brain disease that makes me very, very sad sometimes, and I can't fight it. And uh, and even if I wanted to, I couldn't go to a doctor right now because we're all stuck. And so I couldn't say that, so I was like, I'm sick, buddy. And he goes, okay. And so that kept going on, and then I think I – let me put it this way. It was rough because I don't remember a lot. I don't remember a lot because of how messed up my brain got at points, but I feel like that all happened – and then I went into the living room. Me and Emily, I think, ate something. And then we all started to go to bed. And at that point, I was freaking out a little bit. I, I, yeah, okay, this was Saturday. I was freaking out because me and Emily were finally hanging out. And I was like, you want to get food? Yeah, let's get food. And I'm like, okay, good. This will be our mini anniversary thing. And halfway through it, after we eat, Emily goes, okay, now I'm going to bed. And I was like, no. <laughs> Please, no. And she's like, I've been up all day with kids. And I'm like, that's understandable, but no, this was supposed to be our anniversary time together. No, no, no. And went down another depressive rabbit hole, uh, played some Yu-Gi-Oh, and then went, okay, let's go to bed. 
went in there, couldn't get to bed, no matter what. Eventually, it was about 3, 4 in the morning, and that's when I finally got the idea, you know what? Let's stay up all day Sunday, and that way I can fix things. That way everything can uh, get reset. I will be exhausted tomorrow night, and then I will be good to reset my sleep schedule. And I was very excited about that. And so I did. I stayed up around 6. CJ woke up. Me and him played Animal Crossing. I showed him, like how Animal Crossing works, because apparently he doesn't know how it works yet. So I showed him all of that and let him play for a few. And then Emily came in, me and her had to put up the lawnmower because the belt broke on and there was going to be a big storm all day. And here's the thing, in Alabama, specifically the city I live in, there are, it's basically tornado season, ton of tornadoes coming through. But we live near a mountain, so usually a tornado will get broken before it can get to us. And the majority of the time, and I know this isn't a good thing to think about, I'm not impressed when it comes to tornado watches and stuff like that. Until someone will, until a tornado happens, I'm like, no. And I know that's a dangerous way to think. It's also the same reason why I didn't take Corona seriously until like last minute. And so. Uh, I go, okay, well, around one, when the hurricane or tornado's supposed to get here, I'm going to go to my house and work. And Emily goes, all right. Uh, and then I played Animal Crossing for a few. Went to the house to work at like three, three, four, because I decided I played Animal Crossing so long that the storm had already gotten here. So I waited for it to reach a lull, finally reached a lull, and then I went to the office to work. And that consisted of me sitting on the couch with my parents, trying to catch them up on everything that's gone wrong, um, basically getting to vent for a few. So I vented for a few, then we started watching TV, and then I promptly passed out for like an hour, hour and a half. Like my mom at one point goes, do you want me to bring you a pillow? So she brought me a pillow. I took about an hour nap, and then at about 5.30, because the big storm was supposed to get here at 6, I get woken up by my mom, who is just screaming upset why aren't you why are you still here you need to go to the house you need to be with your family you need to do this and I was that is the most overwhelmed I think I've ever been I was freaked out I was like no what no 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 you don't don't what what no what and so very overwhelmed uh, I said no I have to I have to work because Basically, I had four hours of work to do on Friday. Didn't do that. Moved that to Saturday, which meant I had eight hours of work to do Saturday because I had my panic attack that day. I then had to move it all to Sunday. And now mom's looking at me and going, no, you can't do all of that work. And like I said, I was in such a bad state that all of the creativity I was supposed to do had to get moved. So it all got moved to today, to Monday. And it was so creepily overwhelming today. Very overwhelming today. And, uh, yeah, I, I looked and I went back home. I went back home around like 630. Uh, a storm never really came. Fun fact, like it rained a lot and there was some thunder every once in a while, but nothing too severe, which only added to the anxiety. Cause then it was like, you skipped it all for no reason. You had an anxiety attack for no reason. Cause there was no tornado. And so that's how my mind worked. So that wasn't good. <laughs> Because when I was driving home, legitimately, there was no rain, there was no storm going, and I was still freaking out. I was still violently freaking out. At one point, Blake was talking to me, and he goes, yeah, it's not that bad. We've got a few rain. What's it like there? And the only way I was able to describe it, I was like, someone turned up the saturation but turned down the brightness. And he's like, what? And I'm like, that's just what the world looks like right now, man. He's like, I think that's more of your brain than anything else. And so, wasn't a good time. And then it got to be an even worse time because then me and Emily hung out for a few. She went to bed. And then I went to the bedroom and I said, well, 
At least I'll be tired now. I won't have insomnia. I'll be good. All I got was that like hour long nap. There's no way. And I still stayed up till about 2.33 in the morning. So my anxiety is very powerful. It's insanely powerful. And now I'm starting to hallucinate stuff because I I, find, I talked to my friend Curtis and he's talking about the ways he goes to sleep. I'm like, I think I'm going to go find some melatonin because I didn't think we had any, but luckily we did. I ended up taking like nine milligram of melatonin and uh, watching Monster Factory, one of my favorite shows to go to bed to. And I promptly conked out. Luckily, that melatonin did its job and it conked me out. Next thing I knew, I woke up at about 10 in the morning and I... I wasn't just like, you know, the feeling of like waking up a little groggy, like, oh, wow, I got to get up and splash some water in my face. This wasn't grogginess. This was being asleep while being awake. I had no mental faculties. If I had turned the wrong way, I would have fell back asleep. And Emily goes, do you want my mom to watch Ripley? And in my head, I knew I needed the help but I felt too proud, if that makes sense. I felt too much in this state of like, no, I'll be fine, I can take care of baby. And that's where I was at. And so then I go, okay, I'll feed the baby the bottle. And I reach, because I could feel, I literally could feel her bottle on my stomach. My eyes were closed, but I could feel it. So I reach, nothing there. And then I feel it, and I reach, nothing there. And I open my eyes, there's nothing in front of me. There's nothing touching at me, touching me. And Emily, I look it over at Emily, and Emily's eyes are wide. She's worried about me. And I, that's the moment I went, oh, this isn't good. And so then I looked at our nightstand, and our nightstand, the image of it, and my eyes started jumping up and down. And that's when I realized, oh, no, I'm now hallucinating. This isn't good. And so then I looked at Emily, I said, yeah, you probably need to call my parents because I'm now hallucinating. And she goes, yeah, I thought that was going to be the case. So my parents apparently came to get Ripley and I fall back asleep. Next thing I know, I open my eyes and I hear CJ running around the living room and I go, okay, well, if she's got CJ, that means it's at least three, three, four. So I've now slept at least two, 12 hours in my mind because I'm like, if CJ's here. It's got to be around three grab my phone. It is six o'clock. I slept for 14 hours. It was insanity. So I did not fix my sleep schedule. I just instead decided to sleep for the entire day. And then I remembered all the work I had to get done. And that was Overwhelm City. And uh, so I was all kinds of freaked, went back into my, I, I think probably if I had to math it out, for the past three days, 80% of it has been in a very, very depressed rut. The morning, like before I went to my parents' house on Sunday, was actually really good. It was fun, like hanging out with CJ, playing with him, then hanging out with Emily. That was a very good morning. I, I wish that morning could have been, you know, life, how life is. But no, then went home, had depression. And yeah, it was a rough time. So woke up at six and went to the office and promptly told Blake, like, hey, bud, We've got a lot of projects to do this week. Pick which one you think's going to take the least amount of thinking because I cannot think right now. Um, so then I spent literally an hour in Google Calendar taking all of that massive amount of work and just spreading it out through the week. And luckily it fit. There are going to be some moments where I have to work a little bit late or sometimes where I'm going to have to, you know, fits a few things to actually make it go in there properly. But 
Luckily, I got everything to fix or to fit in there. So that was a very good, that was a a sigh of relief of, okay, we're good. Uh, Then I went in, looked at our budget. We're doing really good budget-wise, surprisingly. So I was good there. And basically, I spent an hour just trying to get everything fixed that have been messed up over these past, like, if I was doing the four pillars today, that would be what I did to help myself was sit back and say, okay, let's fix this calendar because it was a really, really rough time. Um I'm hoping it's 11.30 right now. I'm going to go inside, and I know I'm not tired, so I'm not going to try. I'm going to take some melatonin, play a little bit of Animal Crossing, and then the first yawn that hits me, I'm going in that bed, and I'm going to sleep. Because right now, I've only been awake five hours, so that really scares me as far as sleep goes, but I'm going to try to get it. I'm going to try to get things fixed, because insomnia nearly killed me this weekend. It made my brain do some very bad things and took me to some very, very bad places. There were there were moments where I was in my car driving and I just thought, let's go to Atlanta. I got friends in Atlanta. Let's just go to Atlanta and stay there. Or let's run away and go to Birmingham for a few days. If I go to Birmingham, I can go stay with Blake and then me and him could just work on stuff at his house. I won't have to worry about anything. So it was a very rough uh, couple of days there. And, uh, yeah, went home, did all that work, then actually auditioned. I auditioned for a new show tonight. I painted my nails, which gave me a nice little moment of zen there, and then decided to come home and tell you guys about these past three days of insanity, and all I can pray is that they're behind me and only good times are ahead. I'm praying I can get this fixed, because right now, I understand, probably need a doctor. I'm afraid to go to a doctor right now, because I don't want to have to add any more work to their plate. I don't want to catch something while I'm there. So rough times all over all over for Scotty Mo right now. But yeah, I'm gonna go inside and pray to God that I can go to sleep. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again and wow it's tough to get back on that horse. Uh, after these last two weeks of craziness from that breakdown I had to this past weekend, getting back on like the pure creative horse that I was on is is proven more difficult than I thought because like your body gets used to it. Your body gets used to being in that bad, bad place that it was in. And so once you try to get back to some semblance of normalcy, your body tries to fight back against that and re- return you back to where you were. And that's I was there for a bit today. I was very tired, and I was very uh, playing a lot of Animal Crossing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it's a really weird spot I'm in right now where I'm very much in a world where it's do as much as you can but don't push yourself. And that's where I was today because I had a lot I had to get done, but luckily I was able to move it around and fit it in the schedule But um, because I ended up not doing it because my body wouldn't let me. My body was like, nah, you're good, dog. Go to Walmart, get you some cereal and milk for dinner because that's where I'm at in life. Uh, So I got that, then I got Emily a pack of beer for uh, our anniversary because that's the kind of human being I am. (laughs) Look, she didn't get me anything, so so it's okay. Um, So, 
Anyways, let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for? Today, I'm grateful for my mushrooms, which I'm slowly getting back on the horse of taking those, and caffeine. Because those two together, I think, are what let me get through this morning and kind of keep going for a few. Once they wore off, I was gone. That was the moment I said, I can't do any of this. I got to skip forward a little bit. Because, and I am going to keep going back to that getting on the horse route, which is, you know, back a couple weeks ago, writing an episode of JWF would probably take me 30 to 45 minutes. And now it's taking me more, like maybe two hours to get it done just because I'm not as used to it anymore. So now it's kind of like a slow burn. And um, and I still haven't written Deviant. And it's about, the season finale is supposed to come out this Sunday and... I'm probably going to have to prolong it like I did the last episode, which is rough. But I'm I'm in a place right now where I'm having to consider my mental health first and having to consider, you know, easing off the brakes. And I'm very much easing off the brakes just to try to get back normal. And I, I will say that is one of the things I did today that is awesome is that I did do, in my opinion, I felt like I did as much as I could seemingly could. So I wrote, um, then when I came back to the office to record, Blake was taking a while, and instead of, like, spending time watching videos, which I did for a little bit, I went in and actually wrote a little bit more. I, I kind of helped myself ease back in to the situation. So I wrote uh, this week's episode of J... Next week, I'm sorry, is episode of JWF, and I've written about half of the following weeks, so now I'm gonna try to... We're gonna try to get ahead. We're gonna try to record two weeks uh, whenever we get in to do that. But yeah, like I said, it was a weird day. Now, what did I do that was not awesome? And like I said, it's just how tired I was and also how, um, I guess the best way to describe it is distant. And I don't mean like socially distant. I mean, like I came back home and got in bed and played Animal Crossing because mostly because I wanted to take a nap because I was very tired all day. And um, so I got in bed. I was like, I'll play a little bit of Animal Crossing, ease off, and then take a nap. By the time I had gotten done playing, it was time for me to go back to the office. And I remember at one point just sitting there in the bed, and I think Emily had just gotten Ripley because me and Ripley were playing for a few. I was just sitting in the bed and looking up, and it was just such a bizarre feeling because it reminded me of being a teenager. You know, that teenage feeling of I'm going to go to my room and let my family hang out in the living room and do whatnot. I was never a, a part of a family that was like, we're going to sit together and eat dinner together. We were always like going to go off and do our own little thing. And that, that's not a bad thing. It encouraged me to kind of self-suffice or self, uh, whatever the word I'm looking for here is, self-actualize and kind of work on projects that wouldn't have gotten worked on before that. And so it reminded me of that, of being in that other room. And But now it's my family, and so it feels a little bit weird. And, yeah, I think I need to fix that. But in all honesty, and I, I think I need to talk about Emily about this, because after discovering that I'm a hypersensitive person, it's kind of helping me see the world through different goggles, I'm realizing that CJ is a very overwhelming of an entity in our house. Like I've said a few days ago, I love him. He's a great kid, and I, I know he's smart. But he's so loud, and he's so um, he, he he lies. And I don't know if he's lying or if he's making up stories or if he's just not paying attention to what's going on. But it gets very overwhelming at times, and so I think that's the main reason I kind of 
quarantined myself away in the bedroom was trying to protect myself and that's not a good thing I don't think that's not a good way to live your life now finally how did I help myself today and today I helped myself by waking up early I woke up at like nine and I felt awake and I felt refreshed and I felt ready to go like I said as the day went on, I got very tired. I got very exhausted as the day went on. But for this morning, I actually managed to wake up last night. Um, I, I got in the house after I got done recorded. I'm, I'm just going to let you guys assume in the future anytime I say I went somewhere that two hours of Animal Crossing follows it. Because last night got in, played two hours of Animal Crossing. Then I took melatonin. And I think that's the key. That's what I've been missing is melatonin. I don't know if my body's not producing it right anymore or what, but I took melatonin, conked me right out. So it took me out, and then I uh, went to sleep, woke up at like 8, and had a really uh, efficient day. A more efficient day, I should say. Because in, in my mind, an efficient day would have me do all the stuff that I was supposed to do. But like I said, I am slowly working my way back onto the horse of figuring out how to do things. I mean, like, I've not done this show proper for, what, five, four days now, because I didn't do it Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And I, no, I did do it Monday. Um, So I haven't done the show proper for, like, three days, and you can already hear, like, it's kind of affected me. I'm not really, I don't have as much of a through line. So I'm slowly having to work my way back. And hopefully that'll be done by this weekend. I don't know. Uh, but for now, I'm going to go inside and play some Animal Crossing and get some rest. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and it's Thursday, so I didn't record yesterday because I'm a terrible person, and because I ended up having like four four drinks of whiskey, which it didn't make me like full-on sloshed, but enough for me to be like, this is an ex- enough of an excuse not to record, right? And that's where I was at because I'm I'm realizing this show is getting tougher to record, and it's not... It's not because it's not... Well, I mean, it isn't that fun. It is just an evaluation of my day. And I like talking to you guys, but, like, it's tough to do because in a time where depression takes over, this show is technically a bookend. This is the end of my day, and I don't like that. I don't like ending my day because, for multiple reasons, like, that's also one of the reasons I have insomnia is I don't like the day ending. And so last night I was just trying to search for a way not to have to record. And even though I had a really good day yesterday, I had a good day yesterday. Today was uh, average to good, so that was good. But it's just hard to record anything right now. It's hard to do content, especially content on my own. Because with Fight Boys or a load of BS or opposite attractions, I can always get back to, oh, I've got to do the show so I don't disappoint Blake or I don't disappoint Jim or Dylan. I've got to show up. I've got to put in the work. But stuff like this is harder for me to do. It's the same reason why um, anytime I do stuff for Patreon, for me also, those always take a while to get out because doing stuff on my own scares me. Um, and since screw it, it's a mental health podcast, we can talk about it. Um, I, it's definitely stems from like a I'm not good enough 
perspective. Like, even when I had to look back at the episode six months ago, I was very much cringing the entire time because I'm like, why are, is this what people like? Is this what's entertaining people? But it's just me. I need other people there. Like, that's why I love doing shows with co-hosts is so I can be like, and I do take over a lot because I can do this. I can talk on my own. But it just always sets me back of this nervousness of, am I good enough? I might be good enough if I have someone with me, but on my own, I'm not. So that was a fun breakdown of why I didn't record yesterday. But why don't we get into what happened yesterday, or at least the highlights, and the highlights of what happened today. When we get into the four pillars of awesomeness, number one, what am I grateful for? Today, I'm very grateful for talking with my friends. Because, and you're like, Scotty, you do podcasts, you talk with your friends all the time. I do, but it's for a job, technically. Like, what we do on a load of BS isn't really talking, it's us having to come up with ideas, and us doing this uh, this job. And so... Uh, last night, me and Blake were effectively fairly sloshed. We were in a very good place with the whiskey we had. And me and him literally stayed up for an hour after we had got done recording, just hanging out, talking, live on Twitch. Like, uh, I think that stays up for like 30 days. So if you guys want to go up there and watch, you guys can watch what we did. And we just hung out and talked and had a good back and forth just interacting and like tonight on fight boys after we got done we had a few minutes before and a few minutes after where we hung out we talked we kind of caught up with each other and made fun jokes and got to spend time with one another and if you are a fellow podcaster or an artist out there and you work with a lot of collaboration don't forget to talk to your people. Don't forget to befriend your people because it adds to the collaborative process. Because if it's people like when we first started doing Fight Boys, I would honestly all the time get into arguments with Dylan and stuff like that. And it was kind of a clash of uh, opinions. And that was because we didn't know each other that well back then. Like um, I literally met Dylan and then was like, oh, you're a wrestling fan. You want to do a podcast? Yeah, sure. And then that uh, mo- that beautiful monster stuck with us for three years of great shows. So I like talking to people. I like doing it today. Now, what did I do that was awesome? And it is tonight's episode of Fight Boys and the JWF episodes we had wrote. Uh, I had written earlier today and we recorded and the BS episode we recorded yesterday were all killer. I don't know what it is, but we are very much on our game, especially for BS. Every episode, it was a Southern mythology episode, which is why we drank whiskey. It wasn't just because it was like, it's Wednesday. It was because we had to drink whiskey for the show because I designed a show where I have to drink whiskey. And so uh, I'm getting more excited with each one of those episodes we released because I'm more and more excited to get started on this book and write new things for it. Uh, That was great. JWF was very, very good because it felt very collaborative. I feel like that's probably the word of the day for everything in these past few days was collaboration. Because for the first time tonight, me and Blake were taking pauses of like, should this character say it like this? Should he do it like this? Oh, I like what you did with this where he had like a softer tone to him. It was really cool working back and forth and creating something and and making things better Um, because that's where we need to be right now. We need to be in a spirit of collaboration and making beautiful things together. Now, what did I do that wasn't awesome? And like I said earlier, it's honestly not doing all the work. And I know right now, as I've stated, I'm kind of in a sensitive mental state where I'm kind of having to ease back on the pedal. 
But my mind is still programmed to be like, you can always do more. You can always have done more. You could have done a lot more. And it worries me because it points like I, and spoiler alert, this is the thing I did to help myself today. I did a social media seminar with uh, this awesome pro wrestling announcer. His name's Mark Adam Haggerty. He's just a beautiful, beautiful man. And at one point he's like, if at any point this stops feeling like fun and you're not enjoying it stop because then it's become a job and that's kind of a point where I'm at right now is having to reevaluate certain things like me again like other stuff and figure out how to bring the fun how to make it fun and that's kind of where I've been at in is in this negative headspace of everything's not fun and that's the problem with living with depression is the fact that things are just gonna suck like like when you've got depression things that you thought were awesome are gonna start sucking and it's not the thing's fault like it is not y'all's fault it's not the format of the show's fault it's my depressed weird brain's fault but how do I bring it back? How do I bring back the fun? Um, like I said, I did a social media seminar. Part of me was like, what if I did it instead of a podcast as like a a social media story or something like that? You know, that way it reaches more people, connects to more people. uh, And then it would be a little bit less of a uh, formatting issue with me because then it's just me talking. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know, but I'm in a weird state right now where I'm having to, instead of doing work traditionally, I'm having to lay back and say, okay, what's wrong with this? Why is this not fun anymore? How can I bring the fun back? Like with a, with a load of BS, Southern mythology, as much as it does get me drunk every once in a while, also really reinvigorated us because it made us realize how to make a good idea and how easily we could come up with a good idea based off of something and just needing to bring confidence in the future. Uh, Fight Boys, we've brought fun back to that just by saying, hey, this is just us going to be talking and having fun for an hour and like not having to get too serious. But if we do, we know when to ease off the brakes. Like there are shows where I figured out how to bring back the fun. There are some where I'm struggling like Opposite Attractions and me again. So right now I'm trying to bring back the fun. Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And it is by doing that. That social media seminar. And I'll be honest, if you're a very big social media, graphic design, everything amateur, it could help you out a lot. For me, who's been doing it for three years, I was just trying to find stuff that I didn't already know. And there was a lot of really good stuff about like phone apps. But the thing that brought me back most was the inspiration. Uh, that's the thing also on all the master classes I'm taking is, yes, I'm getting a little bit of good information, but the most thing I'm mostly getting out of it is inspiration of, oh, I want to do this now and I want to do this. And with Mark's class, it taught me to look at social media less of the way I have been looking at it, which is just kind of like a small distraction entertainment device and make it another source of media. Because at the end of the day, when you craft a tweet to send out into the world, that is just as much like making a movie or making a book. It is still media for the internet to enjoy. And so uh, considering that, considering like the way I use social media, considering the things I retweet, it really helped me remember certain things and also plan out like when I want to tweet things and made me want to get back into the um, the Crowdfire app and just start setting up tweets to go and go and go. Because I have not done it in a very long time and podcast listening has suffered because of it. But uh, for now, I'm going to go inside and get some rest and hopefully find some motivation tomorrow. I don't know. But, <laughs> but yeah, I will see you guys tomorrow.
everybody, it's me again, and I'm a, in a very weird mental state right now, but we're going to barrel through it. If, I, if it takes me having to pause to come up with some answers as to what was awesome this week, I, I don't care. I'll figure it out. But I, I just, I, I reached a point where, you, you know where you get that anxiety of staring at a project for too long and it starts to fold in on itself and become more difficult than it really is? That's where I'm at right now with this uh, tonight's episode because it was, it's not that it was a bad day, it was just like a very depressive day. It was a lot of sitting down playing video games and being not involved and that's kind of where I've been at lately is a lot of being not involved and it's led me down a pretty rough depressive rabbit hole in case you couldn't tell and so that's kind of where I was sitting at was going did I even do anything awesome today uh because like even the episode of JWF we recorded tonight was meh because Blake was out of it I was out of it there wasn't really any back and forth of energy so that was weird I, I just felt very not present all day, and we're going to come back to that later. So, yeah, it was hard for me to come up with that. It was hard for me to figure out anything that I did that was, you know, to help myself. So, yeah, I spent too much time thinking about it, and I almost freaked myself out. So we're just going to get into it and talk about it. So number one in the four pillars of awesomeness, what am I grateful for today? Well, today I am grateful for a band that I'm fairly sure no one has heard of, and they are called Rock Sugar. And they are a band led by uh, Jess Hartnell, I believe is his name. He's a voice actor. If you watch the Animaniacs, he was the voice of Wacko Wada, which, wow, that was a bad Wacko. Uh, Before, wait, is it Yakko or Wacko? Because Rob Paulson does Yakko, and I think Jess does Wacko. Because Yakko... Yakko's, like, the charismatic one who's up here, he's like Bugs Bunny, and then... It's almost like a bad Beatles impression is what Jess does for for Wacko. So yeah, I think it is Wacko. Okay, anyways, Animaniacs aside, he's the front man for a rock band, which is the most insane phrase of all time that Wacko Warner is the lead singer in a rock band. And so, it is wacko. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't get off of this. But uh, what they do, it's really interesting, but their entire vibe is that they're a rock band and the story is they got washed up on a deserted island with nothing but 80s music, but not like 80s metal, like 80s pop. And so they played their music over 80s pop. And so it's nothing but mashups. So imagine like... Uh, My personal favorite one is Imagine You Shook Me All Night Long But They're Singing Like a Prayer by Madonna They do stuff like that They do, um, I think it's Rock Me Like the Weeknd No, something like the Weeknd And it's a combination of Working for the Weeknd And Rock You Like a Hurricane I think that's what that one is The one I discovered them through is called um, don't stop the Sandman and it's don't stop believing mixed with enter Sandman. It's just, it's really cool stuff. It's really fun. I've always said like, if I ever did drag or had to do a lip sync competition, I'd always want to do their like a prayer and you shook me all night long mashup, but I wanted to do it as a duet. And the goof would be one of us would really want to do like a prayer. The other one would really want to do you shook me all night long. And there would be a fun argument on stage. It's, it's, it's weird. I just love them. They're great. Now, what did I do today that is awesome? And I guess just have a solid night in without too much anxiety. Because, you know, probably two or three months ago, a day like this would have freaked me out a lot. Because 
I didn't do anything. I didn't. I sat at home. I played Animal Crossing. I hung out with Emily. We watched Brooklyn Nine Nine, Dave, RuPaul's Drag Race. We we had a really really great time. And so, ooh, a lot of people getting arrested at the McDonald's. What? Why is everyone at the McDonald's getting arrested? Anyways, um, I was. I it would have caused me anxiety to be able to do that. But today, I was able to actually just sit there and enjoy it. Enjoy playing Animal Crossing without worrying about am I doing enough work, uh, not worrying about like what should I be doing instead. Enjoying just sitting on the couch without having too much anxiety about needing to do anything else. Because I, I, I've realized I've got a depressive, anxious brain. I need a day in each week where I can rest. Now, I will say during quarantine, those days have kind of multiplied and went beyond what they should have, but. Um, I've realized that the importance of not overworking and not going too crazy um, to a point where uh, earlier tonight, and this I guess might have been something I did to help myself, I told you guys a couple weeks ago I wanted to try to bring back Fun Fiction, which is a show I did about fan fiction and stuff like that. Um, I'm canceling it. I'm just straight up just going to say Fun Fiction is over. I loved that show. I loved the premise of it. Uh, It was great for what it was. But it's also not my show to do, if that makes sense. Because I've met, through that show, I met some amazing people in the fan fiction community, in the fan art community, and in my opinion, that's their show. That's the show for people who are passionate about doing fan fiction, passionate about fan art. Whereas for me, I was using it as a way to keep writing and to keep motivating myself to do more stuff. I don't need that anymore. And so I'd rather leave fun fiction out. That way I can leave room for some aspiring fan artist or fan fiction writer to create the show on their own. So, yeah, I I got to do that tonight and ease off the gas pedal of trying to come up with more projects before I go too crazy. Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And like I said... I wasn't really here today, and I haven't been really here for a while. Uh, I feel like the closest I came might have been last night while recording Fight Boys and the previous night while recording a load of BS because I got to be performative, I got to be my extroverted self, but once I'm out of that, it really sends me inside, and it's getting scary because I'm starting to feel very stagnant like very unsure of what to do and things are getting harder to do by the day and I'm I'm, I think at this point I'm just gonna have to start pushing and start pushing myself to do just a little bit more not too much but right now I've kind of gone to a point of I'm only gonna do like two to three hours of work a day on the BS network and then I'm gonna go play Animal Crossing or whatever I think every day I just need to work to be a little bit better And that was kind of the original point of this show, of me again, was I could tell myself what I had done that day and just try to be a little bit better the next day. And I've not kind of kept that credo during quarantine. And that's the weird thing. I guess it's just a mental thing because before this, all I did was stay at the house and then go to the office and work. I didn't go anywhere else. But I guess now that it's taken away from me, it's really messing with me mentally. But yeah, um, right now I'm having to push myself, I think, because otherwise I'm just going to stagnate and end up in a place I don't want to be because I want to get better and I want to start working harder. I I feel like I'm at a state right now where I know what I need to do and I know what needs to happen, but it's really hard and it's really tough um, because 
anything worth working for is going to be a little bit tough and a little bit hard. And I know that being happy ain't going to be easy. Uh, <laughs> if it was, everybody would be happy. And oh, given how uh, Twitter is, yeah, no, not everybody's happy. Um, and so, yeah, I know I need to wake up and start working out and meditating. And I know what I need to do, but I'm just stagnant. Um, now that that's out of the way, finally, how did I help myself today? And it's very simple, but it's just by doing more audio drama auditions because I'm realizing I love it a lot. I've yet to be cast anything, but I love acting. It made me, I guess, from college onward, I kind of forgot how much I do really love acting and how much I do love crafting a character. And voice acting, I love it as well. Like I, I used to worry about being a voice actor because I'm a very egotistical person. And I was like, no, if I'm a voice actor, all I am is a voice. They never get to see me. So at that point, I'm no longer me performing. I'm just giving the voice. The rest is all up to animators or whatever else. Screw that. It doesn't matter. It's still part of, you're still the most important part of the performance as the voice actor. And I still get to move around. I still get to, not, it's not like I'm sitting in a chair. I'm standing. And I love doing it. And tonight I found an audition that I'm hopefully going to record tomorrow for this really cool, like, monster horror parody kind of show. I think it's like a talk show kind of dealy. And, oh, my God, all of those characters seem so fun and so rich. And, man, I like acting. I forgot how much I like acting. I Because I, I usually kind of stick to the other side of the camera, as it were. Well, I guess not really, because I do act on, like, Deviant and stuff like that. But... I feel like there's a difference. When you're acting something you've written, you know exactly what it's supposed to sound like, so you don't really get to play that much. You don't get to have that much fun with it. Whereas if it's someone else's words, oh, I get to play around in that space and try to figure out, well, is it this way it needs to be said or this way? Whereas if it's something I've written, I don't play that much because I'm like, I know exactly how he's supposed to say it because this is exactly what I was thinking when I had written it. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to get back into acting. I want to keep doing it a little bit more and maybe expand into even bigger projects. But for now, I'm going to go inside and get some rest, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody, it's me again, and I had a really good day despite it being kind of a one-note day. And I feel like that's kind of what life is going to be at this point, is a whole lot of, hey guys, I worked and I played Animal Crossing. And I think I'm just needing to accept that fact and try to find... Um, uh, the, one of the meditations I do, they try to tell you to find your peace and your happiness in the gaps, in the spaces between, and navigate that, because everything else is going to be kind of the same. And so I'm kind of having to remember that. Find your peace in the gaps. And so that's what I had to do today because uh, I, I woke up on time surprisingly I know uh, I woke up at like nine and then was extremely exhausted hung around uh, the family for a few at one point I did have to look at him and be like hey yo I'm sorry but he's a lot because he's CJ's been a lot lately and it's because things have changed up a little bit and it's also because I'm starting to like take more of an active presence I think in his development and he's not used to having someone over at that house who is a very strong voice who tells him he can't watch Mario House and so uh, yeah it was it was a lot for me today and that was rough but then I went to the house got some editing done and then uh, let's just get into the four pillars of awesomeness because the next thing I do is something I was grateful for and it's my parents bed which I know is a weird thing to be grateful for but 
I don't know what it is about. I don't know if it's because it's like a new bed technically compared to what I normally sleep in. But I can get, I can conk out in that bed like instantly. And so I got to the house. I edited Fight Boys, which I knew had to get done. And then I said, oh, no, I'm way too tired to do anything else. So I looked and I said, hey, I'm going to take a nap. And then my parents were like, okay, that's cool. And so then I proceeded to sleep for like four hours. I slept until 630, I think it was, because I was just, I was exhausted. Because yes, I woke up on time. Doesn't mean I got the sleep I needed, because I think I ended up going to bed around like three. And I'm, I'm slowly realizing I need like eight, nine hours. Like I need, because for a while I wanted to be one of those people who were like, I only need six, seven hours of sleep a night. Yeah, I'm just going to have to accept the fact that that can't be me. That can't be me. I'm going to need like 9 to 10, which means I need to adjust sleep schedules accordingly. And so I went to sleep in there and then got woken up by my dad, who like for the third time, and I was already awake. You know when you're like halfway awake and you're like, I'm just going to play on my phone until I'm fully, my faculties are back to me. Yeah, my dad did not give me that option because he walked in and flipped the lights on and blinded me. And uh, I was very upset. I was like, hey, thanks, man. I was already uh, awake, but that's cool if you want to just do that to me. He's like, well, it's 630. And I'm like, yeah, but still. And that's what led to what I did today that is awesome, which is remember my illness. (laughs) And it's not even an illness because like, and I talked a few weeks ago about finding out that I am, I'm a highly sensitive person, which I'm interested to talk to like an actual psychiatrist and see if this is a real thing or if it's a misquote of an actual disease or what it could be. Cause I've seen some people treat it as real and some people treat it as kind of hoo-ha, but uh, it definitely resonates with me and the person I am. And remembering that, oh wait, the reason I got upset is because it was a lot of sensory stimulus at once, having all that light hit me, and give, being able to give a name to it really helped me in that moment. It was something that led me down a, a good path of saying, oh, okay, I'm only upset because my I was very overstimulated very, very quickly, and it led me down a bad path. And because of that, I remembered that, and I remembered my mom talking to me about how she also is uh, a highly sensitive person. For her, she's more of considering it as an empath, which I'm also kind of an empath. But uh, So I sent her a article based on it and she went oh wow that's that's us that's us all right and i even sent her a quiz and i was like what'd you score 20 ha i got 25 i beat you she's like i don't think that's how it works um but yeah it was fun kind of sharing that with my mom and being able to in the moment realize what was happening in my body put a name to it and then it kind of took power away from it Um, Now, what did I do that was not awesome? And uh, it's kind of been the same running gag constantly, which is I wasn't that present for today. I was very much disappeared um, from everything. And it's I don't know if it's because I'm in a very sensitive state right now and I'm afraid to branch out, which I'm almost positive is what it is. I'm, I'm afraid to do something beyond what I normally do, even if that might help me. And I think that's kind of something I'm going to have to do as, as, as a hindrance right now is go past those moments of fear and just try to embrace what's going on and try to embrace what's going on around me. And that means um, probably having to set myself up for success a little bit more in the future. So waking up, working out, meditating, putting myself in the best possible state to handle what's out there 
And that's going to make me want to handle what's out there a little bit more. Eating healthy. You know, all the, all the stuff I should be doing, but I'm not. Uh, now, finally, how did I help myself today? It is by do, taking a master class on something that I thought I had no interest in, and it's interior design. Because I finished all the comedy ones. I finished the RuPaul one. I want to do the Penn and Teller one for magic, because I do enjoy doing a bit of the magic every once in a while. But I saw one on interior design, and I said... That seems interesting. And the, truly, like, yes, Masterclass is good at teaching, but it's better at helping with inspiration. And after only watching a few episodes of that Masterclass, I was going, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change up the office so much. And, like, they're telling you, like, where to draw inspiration from, stuff. And I realized, I think a while ago, I talked about wanting to make my office look like the interior of a wood cabin. And the more I've thought about it, the more I'm like, that's not my vibe. That's not who I am. So I think what I'm drawing inspiration from for whenever I can get the paint and get everything done is something akin to almost if you've ever seen the inside of Neil Patrick Harris's like brownstone in New York, it's akin to that, which is kind of like an old magician's club, but also mix it with a little bit of uh, like a whiskey, a go-go bar. So essentially imagine like an old magician's secret society club that had been shut down and taken over and started to be run by like a, uh, a hard rock promoter. That's kind of the vibe I want to go for. So like these uh, kind of dark red walls, I want to change my closet into, I don't know what I want to put in there yet, but I almost want to give it like a, uh, a puzzle box feeling where you have to solve a puzzle in order to get in there. And there could be something like whiskey or something behind there. I, I don't know. Um, but I, And then like take out one of the desks, put in like a little lounge seating area. I figured out a lot of stuff I really want to do with my office and I'm super excited for it. I'm actually going to start work on it tomorrow. I'm going to go into the office and clean because they've been on me about cleaning for a while now because we still got bugs. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm going to go inside, get some rest, get ready to do that tomorrow and I will see you guys tomorrow and next week. It's the end of the episode. Man, listening back on this episode was a little, I don't want to say grim, but it was uh, it was a reminder that in order for life to be different and interesting, it's going to take effort. It's going to take me actually getting in there and doing stuff. Once again, like now, especially in the state we're in right now, I cannot rely on life itself to inspire me. I kind of have to bring that inspiration myself because listening back in every day being like, I woke up and then I got sleepy and then I took a nap and then I played Animal Crossing. Yeah, that's not bad. That's pretty cool. (laughs) That's a pretty cool day. But Number one, I have to keep things unique and interesting because of, A, having to record this show, but also so my life remains interesting and different. And it's just, it's a really weird state to be in right now, for lack of a better term, is I fully have to take control. I have to be the one that says, if I want my life to be interesting and to have fun new stuff in it, I've got to bring that to the table. So I'm definitely going to remember that for the next few weeks, uh, whether that be picking up new 
hobbies or trying out new stuff. I don't know, but things are hopefully going to be different if I remember this. <laughs> but for now, remember to support the show online on Patreon. Patreon.com slash a load of BS is the website where you get access to exclusive content from me and the rest of the BS Network boys. And you get shouted out on the show of your choice every single week. So make sure to support us. We definitely need it over there right now because... Uh, I, I am now not the only BS boy without a job. I believe Dylan is currently furloughed. Um, Blake is kind of working reduced hours and stuff like that. So we could need all the help you guys can give. Or you can always just pick up some merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. It would mean the world to us, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, until next time, remember to send your question, comments, and psychiatric help to me on Twitter at Scotty Mo S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. And until next time, don't forget to be awesome, and I won't forget to be me again. <laughs>